Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Are we back to hugging now? Because I saw some close friends that haven't hugged me in the past, you know, a few years. Yeah. They decided they're ready to hug now. Get all up in my grill. It's actually yeah. a bad time. No, really? Yeah, because Omicron, that new variant, is starting to spread more. So I don't know whether you need to be wearing masks, but hugging is probably not a great oh, idea God, at the moment. Whatever. Well, remember, there is a thin line between hugging and mugging, just to let you know. I hug so many people yeah. over the weekend. Mm. Come here. I'll, I'll hug y'all no, right thank now. thank you. I'm an awkward hugger, and I didn't realize it until two years of not hugging anyone. And now when I go to do it, I either, like, smack into them or I step on their toe. It's just safer for everyone to just, like, distant high-five me. <laughs> well, you know, hugging for some people is like force-feeding prunes to the Incredible Hulk. He just ain't going to eat them, you know, and it's kind of weird. Like, Tom is not a hugger. You try to hug him, and it's, he's just all prickly. That was a really <laughs> weird analogy. What happens if he does eat them? I don't know. I don't <laughs> want that from the Incredible Hulk, just saying. I was at a wedding over the weekend. I'm meeting new people I've never met before, and they're, like, sticking their hand out. I'm like, I'm a hugger. Get over here. <laughs> well, apparently we should have been hugging all along. Scientists have uh, revealed that hugging is good for our health, mm-hmm. and it prevents infections and relieves stress. They say just a cuddle or a squeeze is enough to reduce illness symptoms. And the more you do it, the more uh, it relieves stress. Yep. What scientist? This yeah. Sounds, this sounds like something your creepy uncle would say. That sounds like somebody doesn't get many hugs. Well, sounds like something <laughs> Joe Biden would say. Researchers <laughs> quiz uh, people about their personal conflicts and the sorts of support they received. They then expose them to the common cold virus and put them in quarantine. The results showed that people who felt well supported by family and friends were less likely to fall victim of infections due to stressful situations, and hugs were responsible for making them uh, healthier during this test. I don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how they know the hug is what was responsible for it. Well, and I love being around people. I don't want to be quarantined. I want to be with everyone. I just don't need to necessarily hug everyone. They just Mm. sound bitter. Both of them don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. I it's not bitter. I don't like hugging. I don't want to hug. Well, I know you never have wanted to hug, but do I just like, because I I'm, I guess I didn't know the rules, and so I went in for it, you know, <laughs> when my friends, who I've not hugged in a while, came in for the hug the other day. And I'm like, okay, let's go ahead. Let's make it a good one, all right? Come on in. What's so weird is y'all yeah. giving me a hard time right now, but you give me a hard time if I do go in for it, too. 
Well, because it is a creepy hug. I mean, yeah. you do not know the rules of hugging. It's, it's, it's just a weirdness. It's not that. I don't, I don't have a lack of understanding for the rules. I, in fact, I think I handle it very well because when I do have to hug, I either pat them on the back to let them know that this is platonic. <laughs> it's, it's like, and, and you're like checking out. It's like, okay, once you pat, it's like, okay, this hug is over. I thought that no, was how it worked, yeah. like MMO wrestling and stuff. Like, you know, you tap out. I'm yeah. done. Well, and there is nothing more awkward than when you go in for like a side hug and they go for bear hug and then you get the faces smacking each other trying to. See, I'm not awkward like that. No, no, you're not that awkward. Tom, I think it's the noises you make sometimes when you hug the females. <laughs> they squeeze too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and you don't want to. You, you don't do the pat if you're dating someone or no. you're in a relationship because if you do the pat, then that makes the hug. It's it's, it's void. Platonic. It's null and void at that well, point. That just tells. That means this is not a romantic hug. Oh, okay. Pat, patting on the back means it's either a family hug. Or a friend hug. It's not a uh, relationship. Like it's not a um, romantic hug. Okay, when, a romantic hug. How long do they last? For me, yeah, <laughs> until they make me quit. Oh, okay. So I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Well, how does your wife do that if she can't pat you know and tap out? She just tells me. <laughs> okay, this hug is over. Well, come on, let's go. Most <laughs> time her hands beside her, you know, straight no. down. He's just got her in a lock. Oh, I she can't get my arms around. She wraps her up. arms around me. She That's loves scary. me. Okay, but then she's like, it's over, Tom. Okay, we got things to do here. They do that to me at dinner, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's over. It's like, no, I'm not done yet. Aww. Are you the last one at the table every night? Uh, maybe. <laughs> and the first. <laughs> it's like me at a party. I know. Maybe. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, Tori, I think this will be something that uh, you might be able to help us out with. Why? I'm over here with my mouth full <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All three of you all have been eating on we, the microphone We thought you were going to play one more song. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I say that is not because you had food in your mouth, but because we're going to talk about Gen Z. And mm-hmm. you are what? You're a millennial? Yes, and I danced my life away Saturday night at SIP. With Gen Z, and let me tell you, they were still shutting down the bar, and I was like, I'd like to go home at some point, okay. but I'll drop it low one more time. There you You're go. Getting, getting to be an old, gen, or old millennial. Low, 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 low. <laughs> well, Gen Z is changing the English language drastically, and if you're an English teacher, it's going to freak you out. They say that we are reaching a tipping point with the English language that we are going to see it start to fade into the background and a new language is going to replace it. A language that people speak all over the world. I say, I, say, I don't know. I knew some of the slang that I appreciate, but you should never change the original English. Just make it easier to learn. Cato, this isn't even using English at all. What? So we're going to abandon English and go with a universal language that everyone can speak. One we're more. going back to uh, caveman days and hieroglyphics. Almost. Hungry. Yeah. I'd actually like to learn the minion language. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like the new it. language, and I'm surprised no one's guessed it yet, mm. is emoji. Oh, wow. Emoji is something that people can understand across many different countries and cultures. So, yes, basically, back to caveman and hieroglyphics. That's why I agreed with them. (laughs) So, they say 14% of Gen Z actually uses more than 100 emojis every day. That's replacing the English language. I use about 10, maybe. Okay. Well, you're older. You're Gen X or something. Yeah, I know. 
So, and I'm, I got some friends that will send nothing but emojis, and I'm just guessing. <laughs> but you know what? They got to make them a little bigger because on my yeah. phone trying to text. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, well, what is that? I don't know what See, the face And they're going, is. okay, Boomer, when they hear that. <laughs> Sometimes it's like playing charades with some of my friends. Like, what are you trying to communicate? Are we going out to eat Saturday? What's, <laughs> what are you trying to tell me through these emojis? And that is yeah. part of it, is yeah. that there is going to be a, a time where there's still some confusion. But as more and more people use emojis more and more often, they'll start to be universally accepted to mean certain things. Like one emoji represents one sentence. In some ways. Well, or at like least a, a thought a or, a, or an emotion or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad right now. I'm ready for the day we can quit jobs with emojis. Like, how funny would that be? You could easily do that now. The sad emoji. One tear, because I'm not like that side. Well, the ice sad. cream swirl for your boss. <laughs> I think maybe more of something. Yeah, you want to leave the little poop symbol, maybe. And you want to ice also cream. give them maybe a, a gesture of some kind. How do you do take this job and shove it? You would use a shovel, maybe. I'll tell you well, off there. Yeah, off there. <laughs> no, I know, but we're trying to use emojis. I'm pretty sure you would use the eggplant at some point. <laughs> okay. Very yeah. possible. Um, but yeah, see, it's doable. And I think that at some point they would understand it. Do emojis have butt yet? Yes, the peach. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Much like the Gaffney peach, they have the emoji peach. All right. My, uh, my, uh, take this job and shove it's coming together. Okay. (laughs) Keep on talking. 90% of people said emojis make it easier for them to express themselves and uh, they say that the, the Gen Z, I told you, is doing 14% of them, doing more than 100 a day. But they do admit that emojis can complicate communication, too, because more than 70% of Gen Z and millennials say they've received an emoji that did not match the emotion that the person was trying to convey. So some people are not quite getting it yet. Well, it's not there yet, like you say. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sometimes it's hard to tell exactly what expression. Yeah. I guess I need to wear glasses. I'm not sure. I, I asked a friend for Bloody Mary. I apparently sent a juice box. She goes, do Bloody Marys come in a juice box now? I'm like, is that a juice box? It looks like a little it's mixed tomato drink. juice. <laughs> I saw online somewhere uh, if someone's grandma let them know that someone in the family had passed away, but she did the laughing, crying emoji because she thought it was <laughs> Oh, <sad>. wow. That's <laughs> okay. like Hawk's mom used to say, LOL. Lots of love. And she thought yeah. it was lots of love. Yeah. And she was like, your grandma died, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that happened a couple times. She, she's on board now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a sign-off emoji? Like, I use the joy sign-off emoji, like a signature sometimes. Just it's got the happy smile. No, they don't make one for what I want to convey. Well, I'm sure they got a grumpy smile. That's not what I'm A grumpy smile. (laughs) What is that? The one with the teeth like this. Gritty. Oh, yeah, that's the the awkward one, I think. I saw, yeah, I thought that was a bathroom smile. (laughs) See, that's the thing is that you can use them more than one way. And you just have to put some context in. Right now, I feel like you mix the emoji with your native language. But over time, they keep adding emojis, too. Mm -hmm. So over time, they're going to add enough emojis where you won't have to use words anymore. You'll just communicate in little pictures. I about gave my mom a heart attack one time because I, the pregnant lady one, I meant it as like a food baby, and I sent it to my mom, and she wrote back, and she was like, excuse me? I'm like, I'm sorry, Ma, it was a big burrito. We're fine. (laughs) But when you say language, you mean just the written language, because I can't can't speak uh, emoji. Well, I know. I don't think we can speak it yet, although one day maybe you'll be able to tell someone, I really heart you. 
And right uh, now, uh, I'm, I've got a cry face, or I've really got to go to the bathroom and take a big ice cream swirly. I'm getting closer to that. Take this job and shove it. Quit <laughs> your job. Good luck with that. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom came in with a new haircut. Well, uh, I mean, it? I wouldn't call it a new haircut. It's not a new style. It's just a haircut. Yeah, uh, you get your haircuts at home now. Since, yeah, ever uh, since COVID, we started doing haircuts at home, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I don't have to go out. I don't have to pay someone, and it's not as good as a paid haircut, but it's free. Well, yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> not that bad, is it? Well, uh, no, no. Okay, no. I don't no, trust I him. Tori, is this I mean, horrible? Can you see the back of your head? No, it's the look? back messed okay. up. Then it's great. You don't see the I'm back of my head no, either. It looks good. Uh, oh, Tori. <laughs> Jamie did a good job. You know what? I just tell Jamie not to open up a barbershop anytime soon. Tom, right. you're asking Tori if your hair looks good, and you gave her crap about her hair. Yeah, oh, I don't I care if she that. wants to tell me it's bad. I don't care. I'm just trying to see what's so bad about you, it. I didn't notice. Ask me again. I got mean things to say this time. Well, I, got I forgot stuff, you made I got fun of me. I in it. I got to get that kind of work. No, it's in. the back part. It's oh, just the back. the back of the head. Yeah, you can't really see it, but don't worry about it. They say hair grooming <laughs> injuries oh, are I'm on the rise. Okay, so watch out if she is cutting her hair. Mm. They found the number of grooming-related injuries jumped five-fold here the past few years, and all the uh, cuts, scrapes, and burns are uh, coming, obviously, from people cutting their own hair, okay? Burns. And also shaving their hair in areas. Yeah, there's a, there's a spot there that's not real good. Okay. I see. I, it's on the yeah. left back. I couldn't really see that before. Yeah, and you're right, Halt. There can be injuries yeah. when that electric razor grabs sure. a hold of skin. Yes, yes. Ow. Well, 83% of the injuries do involve a razor. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be a straight razor or just Ooh. those little clippers. Straight razor? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think women shaving their legs. You're talking about disposable razor. Yeah, not a straight big difference. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's I huge. will say one time in middle school, I didn't realize that the blade was kind of rusty, and I gouged <sighs> my shin. I mean, it was it looked like a horror scene. You it had was, your uh, tetanus shot? No. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> 22% involved uh, scissors, so someone nipping you with some scissors. Yeah, and, like your ear. Yeah, and then <laughs> less than 10% involved hot wax. So, yeah. Uh-uh. Have you seen the TikToks where the girls would get the hot wax and the guy will be sleeping, have his arms up, and she'll put the hot wax like underneath his arm and just put it there real quick, and then he has to rip it off and he has no hair under his arms? I feel like a lot of those are faked. I feel like that would be a reason for a divorce. Here's the thing. If mm-hmm. someone did that to me, they, these guys all wake up and yank it off. I'd give it a little more thought than that. I wouldn't just wake up and say, oh, I've got hot wax on my armpit. I'm going to yank it off now. I, I, would, I would cut it with scissors. Something. Yeah. I wouldn't just immediately yank it off. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like those are fake. I think a lot of TikTok is fake, but not ours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't have anything we have to fake. No. We really are that dumb. Well, 53% <laughs> of men, they say that their partners actually help them with manscaping. Oh. <laughs> That should be interesting. There there are times that the single life is horrible. (laughs) And that's one of the times because you just, the mirror just don't. 
I just well, can't see everything. There's some other things. I told you my mom caught me manscaping. Oh, God. She's like, I don't want to know. I do not, not want to know. Not what I thought you were yeah. going to say. Uh, but, you know, man, manscaping can also be like picking that ear, you know, like that ear hair. I was out, uh, I was like, you know, as a dinner date the other night, and uh, Mia's looking over, and she's like, uh. You got nanny, nanny, nanny. There's a big black hair that's been oh. growing there in my ear. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I try it, to look. It was like she. It was kind of like she was doing some, uh, cropping, like at the dinner table. Well, no, she she got it later, but she saw it. It was the, the light was just perfect there over my over my spaghetti. You know, I have a window behind a mirror in my in one of my bathrooms. Yeah, and I'll raise the blinds in that. So the sun's coming in. Mm-hmm. I'll turn the lights off in the bathroom, and I can see, like, yeah. shadow. So I can actually see, right. you know, if there's any little wild ear hairs or, you, you know. get behind a white door, you know, you can really see it that, yeah. that way, too. I can feel them, yeah. too, I don't sometimes. Know. I feel like when so. I'm behind a door, I can't see anything. <laughs> you're talking, you're on the other side, right? <laughs> well, that's what behind a door would mean. You oh meant with a white door behind you. Yeah, white door behind. Yeah. There is nothing more fun than plucking a hair off my husband. You know what? And I think the girls enjoy that. Yeah, they we enjoy do. The, the torture and the, the tweezers. You start getting the tweezers like, oh, I see another one and another one and no, another one. You got real skill if it, if you can like wrap it a little bit around your finger and then yank it and you don't even need the tweezers. That's when you're like, I'm a professional groomer. <laughs> see, I can't identify with all this. Your my wife doesn't do that. Where, where is it, poppers? Oh. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but see, my husband has good skin, which That's Super annoying. My wife complains about mine lately. You know, Tori, Tom, your wife, Tom, y'all can open a salon. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. facial yeah. grooming, yeah. haircut. Uh-huh. You got it all. I uh-huh. agree. We're almost like, it would be like those uh, apes they show where they like pick each other's yeah. food or the, the bugs off their head <laughs> On and the eat animal it and planet, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, could you imagine going into that? You know, uh, place of business. <laughs> the hairdressers or whatever behind you, like sitting up on a bench, just picking your nits off and eating them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it'd be funny if they were actually monkeys. We'll be very safe out there because they say twenty five hundred people a year go to the emergency room just from injuries of shaving and scissors alone. That's a so lot. Them, I, I know. I know. I'm so. like, are they like calling 911? What's your emergency? I got a bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This is funny at first, but when you start thinking about it, maybe it should terrify you. There is a news story about someone hacking into the public address system on an American Airlines flight from L.A. to Dallas and making weird grunting and groaning noises. Hmm. Now, on the surface, that's pretty funny that the pilot is coming off and they're saying, we're sorry, we don't know who's doing this, but someone has hacked into our PA system and they're making these noises. But imagine that the, when he's got going, hey, this is your pilot speaking. <laughs> that would be funny. Wasn't like that, really. Oh, sorry. That's my imagine. I haven't read the story. I don't want a funny pilot when I'm driving. <laughs> Pay attention to what you're doing. Well, the pilot did not think it was funny. They said they were trying to figure out how to stop it, but it was still a mystery whenever the plane landed. Now, it may have happened on two other flights as well. One from New York to L.A. and another flight from Dallas again. And American Airlines blamed that on a mechanical issue that made the volume of the public address system spike. But it's starting to look like that may have also been some sort of a hack on the PA system. How is it hacked? I just thought they they picked up that phone that's 
that connected to the speakers, not that there was a wireless that's way to hack the, it. the question is how are is someone doing it now there's the terrifying part is if they're getting to the pa system yes what else might they be able to do maybe the control of the plane well the pa system's up there at the front where she's giving you all the hand signals on where the emergency you know places are right um mm-hmm. that's where the, the microphone is yeah okay what i mean by the coffee maker or something it's right there and you just like it's like a cb like breaker breaker that's it's like a phone yeah. that's what okay just, but but I don't I think I, someone's walking up to the phone in that, you know, okay. very hard to hide in circumstance yeah. and doing it. Were you talking about having control of the plane? What about all the people that are on Wi-Fi? Because it's got to be a Wi-Fi network that they're right. on hacking mm-hmm. the intercom. So they could probably be in your stuff, too. Well, and there's... The sad thing is, is what will happen is they'll shut the whole mess down again until they figure it out. So we won't be able to get on our phones. We won't be able to see how fast our plane is flying and go, look, this is where we are and all that imperative stuff. They'll definitely charge you extra to do that, too. They probably already do. do. I, I know they do. Yeah, I paid for it you before. You on the PA system? Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be extra fee. That I don't know about. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what if they can get in there and, and adjust something or change something that what the pilot's seeing in his cockpit or maybe change the controls of the, you know, let's invert the controls. Let's just make it up, down, and down, up, and see how funny that is. Because they could kill you. Well, they locked the cockpit, right? I don't think you're following this very well. I don't think this is remote. They're not in the cockpit with them. Okay. They're getting into the computer system of the plane. They're okay. hacking. I thought that the guy just got on the PA system and, and did the grunting. And You're the him. only person who thought that. You thought okay. somebody walked up and was like, excuse me, can I get in the cockpit? I have an announcement to make. <laughs> no, no. You can make an announcement like it's right out there. But you pass by it when you go to your seat sometimes. I'm getting a headache. That would be funny to watch somebody grab it and like snickering around the corner. Into the bathroom. Yeah, and they'd be like, hey, listen to this. So, um, but yeah, if they can get into the computer system of the plane, what else besides making noises could they do? And, and that's the scary thing. Now, hopefully, since they're on the plane, they won't crash it unless they're crazy, crazy. But, um, but they could do it even as an accident from something they're trying to do that was harmless. And do we know they're even on the plane? Oh, that's a scary thought. But I would think so, because the plane's moving so fast, it would be hard to just, as it's going by... Aliens. Oh, okay. Now you've lost me, Kato. (laughs) Well, Um, Hawk never joined you. I know. Hawk was never (laughs) even in the conversation, but you left it just then. And tell me again what airlines is. It's because I fly American. It's American. (laughs) Yeah, it was American Airlines that has had three instances now. I'm back to Allegiant. Um, well, I don't know if they're any better or not. (laughs) They are. I like Allegiant. I I was looking into some of the things that you don't want to hear announced on the intercom, and there are some important things. Uh, Like, you don't want to hear them say, if you look to your right, you'll see the Grand Canyon, and if you look to the left, you'll see our wing is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's never a a good Uh, thing. uh, Or, um, hello, this is your pilot, Harrison Ford. He's, oh, he's crashed a lot of planes. A of planes. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. a private pilot. And, and you'd uh, think Indiana Jones would know how to fly a plane. How? Um, he's on the ground. Well, I'm just saying. He's too busy running from the boulder. <laughs> I know. In some of the, his movies, he I mean, he can fly the Millennium Falcon. Come on, he can fly a plane. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> you don't want to hear them announce, I need the person in seat 32B to return their pants to the upright and lock position. Tom. Why <laughs> <laughs> you? Um, and uh, we will not have the use of the lavatory for the duration of the flight, so please hold on to your coffee cups. It's all right with me because I never go on the plane. <laughs> 
And you definitely don't want to hear him say, if there's a doctor on board, can they please come to the front of the plane? And if there's a pilot on board, please come to the front of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Right>. not good. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, do you want to be more attractive? Fellas, I can help you out. So this is the ladies talking now. Is it going to be a lot of work? Uh, <laughs> not, not so much. As a matter of fact, you got some of these moves, Tom. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, they say make her laugh. I mean, you're a funny guy. so. And that's something we've said a lot on the show is for years men have been told a sense of humor is important. And mm-hmm. so we've worked on that. We have honed our sense of humor to where a lot of us are very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, and it revealed that women actually truly like guys that make them laugh. Mm-hmm. Does your husband make you laugh, Tori? Yeah. Okay. He's funny. All right. I make my wife laugh all the time. <laughs> okay. And it's one of the greatest sounds on earth. I love to hear her laugh. Aww. Okay, so this is uh, something that's a little bit unusual, but they say be nice because ladies are more attracted to uh, guys that are nice, and they find them more attractive when they are nice to people out in public. Well, in all fairness, we do go through that stage where we tend to lean towards the jerks, but the then you get boy. a little older and you're like, all right, I don't want to waste my time with this anymore. Yeah, that stage is through most of the early dating years. So men over time start to think, well, gosh, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating. The trick is to somehow be a slightly nice guy who's also a jerk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've perfected that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they say steer clear from selfies, fellas. Guys who posted selfies online and on their dating profile receive fewer messages and fewer dates. So don't put your selfies out there, fellas. That basically means you're a narcissist, that you think more about what you look like than what she looks like. And a relationship with a good, healthy situation with a woman is where you worship the way she looks, and she talks about how funny you are. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say a few of these are kind of weird. Which is, if you think about it, weird, because Tori talks a lot about how good-looking her husband is. Mm -hmm, She does. Yeah, he's definitely the better-looking one. You guys are a, a cute couple. You're attractive, yeah. too. You, you don't talk yourself up enough. Well, I, but I feel like girls are typically really pretty. And Not all of them, guys, <laughs> There's some ugly girls out there. Aw. Everybody's beauty, beautiful in their own way. No, they're not. There's some ugly people that are just ah, ugly. be nice. Well, they're, they're the ones not listening right now. <laughs> but everybody listening is beautiful. <laughs> we don't have ugly listeners. Well, you know who you are. <laughs> and on that note, if you want to be more attractive, wear sunglasses, apparently. <laughs> that covers up part of your face. <laughs> no, yeah. that is not why they say um, it makes you more attractive. My dad used to tell his sister, my aunt, he would say, I like your glasses. They cover up part of your face. But that's not according to this research. Sunglasses make a man look mysterious. The eyes are such a tremendous source of information, they say. And not having that information makes the woman drawn more to them because they have the sunglasses on. Yeah, but if you're wearing them at night, then you're a little dodgy. Or indoors. Yeah. And if you've got great eyes, you're losing a great cell feature. Mm-hmm. I, When I first got contact lenses, this was way back when they just started getting colored contact lenses. And I was like, if I'm going to have to wear these lenses, I'm going to upgrade. So All I right. got the super blue ones. They're like, my eyes are blue. These are like royal blue. And I literally got a date within a week of wearing those because the girl told her friend, I got to go out with him. His eyes are amazing. Yeah, since my eyes are hazel, <laughs> I went and got a green uh, contact. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Tom, setting Tom up on that date, the girl's like, you know what? He's got blue eyes and a great personality. 
She didn't say anything about my personality. <laughs> she said, like, "Don't take those uh, those contacts out." Yeah. I had a girl tell me one time I was in a, a cup. Um, I was driving a sports car at the time, not mine, but I was. And she goes, "Oh, you look good in that car. Don't get out." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Thanks. that's always Aww. a good story. Yeah. All right, now now you can be more attractive, fellas, and this is according to science. All these are science related. Oh. So they must be true. Uh-huh. Uh, they say to um, carry a guitar, according to a study. A uh, published by Psychology of Music, women were more than three times as likely to go on a date with a guy when he asked to go out on a date if he was holding a guitar than when he was carrying a sports bag. So you jocks out there, don't scare, don't carry a sports bag. Okay, that sounds nice, but in reality, you can't carry a guitar everywhere you go. You can't. Yeah. And that's such a preference because have you ever seen baseball pants? So much better looking than a guitar. I'm just saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't really like hearing that because I can't do baseball, wow. but I can play guitar. Well, I will say this. <laughs> if you need to know how to play a guitar, I mean, because if you're just carrying the guitar, <laughs> you go out on the day, it's like, hey, I noticed that guitar on your bag. Do you mind just playing me a song? I mean, do you even need to carry the guitar? Just the case. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. And then you go, when you open it, you're like, where did my guitar go? Someone stole my guitar. And you don't have to play it. You're you like, oh, I'm just it. getting ready to start taking lessons. Oh, does that make you more attractive? Well, to you me? already said it's a, the, the, I seeing guess. you with it's all you need. I guess. It's a just foot in the door. Sit in the corner and act like you're tuning it for the whole party. Just a little bit longer, it's going to sound perfect. Just give me time. Okay. <laughs> You've spent two hours tuning your guitar. You don't know how to play. <laughs> and this is the more unusual when they say, eat more garlic, fellas. What? They say <laughs> garlic. Yeah. And we're a little skeptical on this one, though. But study found that men who ate garlic smell more pleasant and attractive than those who don't. Now, it's not uh, their breath. It's not their breath. But it's like the, I guess, off. There's some kind of scent. I don't okay. know about that one either. I feel like a scientist, good, man. Scientist. A good yes, cologne. A like something. What do you wear, Kato? That's, I know you used to wear light blue by Dolce & Gabbana. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't wear anything now. I I don't I don't wear it because Hulk doesn't it, like but it. If you're going out, no I forget time. to put it okay. on. I, I know. <laughs> me too. He's ruined me on that. Yeah. But I used to love to wear like Curve and Aquadigio. there's a bunch of different. Um, I think a man smells great when he has those on. I forget. Uh-huh. Apparently, what you need to do is just go to Olive Garden, get you some of those unlimited breadsticks, shove a couple under under your armpits, and go out. Just wear it down on the inside of your leg. I don't think the scientist said that. No, no, he didn't. I just made that. Well, I say that because they always say it drifts. The, the smell wafts upwards. You always say women should spray cologne there too. Rub some garlic rolls all over you for you on a date. That's horrible advice, isn't it? Though I mean, really, you're going to carry a guitar around smelling being, like garlic? I'm being silly. No one would put like they would put olive sticks underneath their arms. I can just with you. I'm never quite sure. I can see it now. The text going, "Tell Hawk thanks." I didn't get a date, <laughs> but a, a pack of wild dogs went after me. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 